when I was growing up, we um, lived in a neighborhood. There were maybe 60, 70 houses in the neighborhood. It was predominantly Catholic neighbors. There were some Protestants there. There were a couple Jewish families there. Um, And as kids, we had a big woods behind our house. And we would go back there, and there was a creek that ran through it. And we would dam it up, and we would swim in the creek. Even the kids with swimming pools all came and swam in the creek because it was so much more fun. It was a great place to be. We all were taught our prayers, different prayers for the Jewish people and the Protestants and the Catholics, but we all said our prayers every night. And you knew that if a parent from not your mom and dad, but another parent yelled at you or corrected you, you'd better pray that they didn't call your parents and tell them what you had been doing, or you would get in trouble. It was just a different day and age than it is today. But we also all had dinner bells. Do you remember dinner bells? We had dinner bells in our backyard. And they were all on post, and they all had a slightly different tone. And about, we ate dinner every single night at 6 o'clock. And at 10 till 6, my mother would hang out the back door. She'd pull this rope, and it would ring this bell, and everybody would freeze. And then they'd go, that's the Finches, that's the Early Wines, that's the Gartlands. And it was literally, everybody's bell sounded different. And you knew if you were not home with your hands clean and at the table in the next five to ten minutes you would not eat dinner that night so listening was very very important in our neighborhood now i tell you that because the scriptures i think this week were filled with that if you were listening and i hope you were listening okay if you were listening to jonah in the reading from the readings and writings of jonah it said listened and they heard the call and they all converted. They put on sackcloth and ashes and they repented because they were listening. They were listening for the voice of God. And when God spoke, they responded. In Corinthians it said, I tell you the time is running out for the world in its present form is passing away. And what did they do? They spread the good news throughout the kingdom. That's the challenge of our gospel, to be listening for the voice of God in our daily lives and to realize that God continues to speak. However, in a noisy, crazy world like ours, I think sometimes we just don't hear it. In the gospel, the market said, this is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And what did that mean? It meant he was going to call the apostles. I love this. He called these men and he said, come follow me, come follow me, come follow me. And they did. They left behind their boats. They left behind their parents. They left behind their wives and they followed Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not telling you, you should leave your wife tonight and blame it on me, okay, or the gospel. But it is a fact of life that they were listening but they knew a Messiah was coming, and they waited. They waited thousands of years, from generation to generation. And when the Messiah finally came, they were ready. It said they left their boats and everything and followed Jesus Christ. And so when you think about that, you have to think about what really matters. What matters in our world today? You know, I know people who the thing that matters most to them are their cars. 
and they'll have like seven or eight cars. If you have eight or ten cars in your garage, I'm not telling you you're going to go to hell or anything like that. Okay? But is that your priority or is your priority Jesus Christ? Because cars are going to rust. In homes, no matter how nice your home is, sooner or later it's going to get bigger than you want it to be and you don't want to clean it all. And it doesn't really matter because people move and people get busy and everyone dies. That's the challenge of this gospel. You don't get out of this life without dying. Only two people have. Okay, only two people have. Somebody's going to say, Jesus and Mary. No, we think Mary actually died, you know, and then was assumed into heaven. That's the dormition of Mary, but that's a whole other homily on another day about the Blessed Mother. But we have one prophet, and we have the Son of God. The rest of us, we're all going to someday die, and that's okay. If I have been listening to the voice of God every day of my life, because then you realize the only thing that matters is Jesus Christ and life eternal. Now, that's not meant to scare anybody. That's meant to give us comfort. Because the worst case scenario, you, you've heard that story, or it was a poster in college that kids used to put on their dorms on the wall, and it would say something like, you have two things to be worried about. You're either well or you're sick. If you're well, you're fine. If you're sick, well, you're either going to live or you're going to die. If you live, you have nothing to worry about. If you're die, yeah, it's over. So it kind of goes through the whole thing. And then it says, at the very end, when it says about dying, it says, but if you die, when you die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. If you go to heaven, you have nothing to worry about. If you go to hell, you can visit all your old friends. Okay. <clears throat> now, the real challenge of that gospel, though, is to realize we are not meant to stay here forever. So listen to the voice of God today. Because today, God is saying to us all, follow me. Maybe it won't be as dramatic a following as the apostles were, but each and every one of us are called to follow Jesus Christ. And by the way, we follow him to bring people with us.